tell me, is there any more room for me in those jeans? <laughs> I don't know the words, but I know the yeah. dance moves. I don't know the words. Prada, baby fat. I love the way you wearing that. I love them give. Iceberg, something, Sergio, whatever that is. I'm trying to get inside of those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the No Chaser Podcast. I'm Tim Shantarang. I'm Ricky Shucks. I'm Nikki Blades. Uh, real quick, since we were just talking about it, me and Rick were just discussing how, as a R&B great, mm-hmm. Genuine is so slept on. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Because, like, you were saying, uh, t- just say it. Oh, I was looking <laughs> for a specific song from Genuine, but I couldn't remember what album it was on. Mm-hmm. So I ended up having to go through all the albums, and I'm like, damn, all of these are really good. Yeah. So like, all good. of them. And he has a lot. He has a lot. <laughs> yeah, man, I remember. So when In Those Jeans came out, mm. I was a freshman in high school. Don't Google the dates on that. <laughs> um, and But I remember playing that album, The Senior, oh, front to back, so many times. Because that was also... Um, my whole life has changed. Oh was it? God. I think that was The Bachelor. Was it? That, see, that's what I'm saying. I was finding out because all of the hits that we love, I felt like they were all one album. Mm. And then I was finding them on different albums. You might be right. Yeah. Okay, My Whole Life Has Changed. Was that the same album as Stingy? No. Fuck it, we making oh, your whole... That, that's God. the same. Okay, 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 okay. No, no, no. Okay, sorry, real quick. Uh, no. In Those Jeans is, um, is the same as... Um, so anxious. Oh God, that's such a good song. Yes, I think I don't know. Genuine was the king of the Sunday night slow jams. Yeah. When you turn on the radio on Sunday, you're definitely going to hear about like five to six genuine songs. Right Sprinkle. before Pocos Pero Locos. Pocos yeah. Pero Locos. Oh my God. God, I miss. <laughs> Uh, well, look, let's get this man his flowers. Shout out to Genuine. Yes. I'm going to DM his ass to come on the you show. Hey, we tight. love you. We can battle. <laughs> oh, because he can dance too. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, also, I want to take a second to discuss. So I paired up with this company. Um, to discuss you. They hit me up and they were like, hey, man, would you like to uh, customize some shoes and sell them? And I was like, yes, I would love to. So uh, y- y'all know me. I wear a lot of Air Max ones. And um, so since this is my year, year of the tiger, and my birthday uh, is is has when you watch this, my birthday has passed. Just say the date of your birthday, March six. Thank you. Um, <laughs> year of the tiger is my year. I wanted to do some uh, lunar New Year tiger vibe Air Max ones. Uh, this also just to make it tie. I put this says tiger in tie on the back. It's that's which is suh, and. Um, Suh, say it with me now. Suh. Suh. And uh, I had our boy that designs for Goody uh, design me a little uh, a tie flip of a uh, lunar New Year tiger right here on the tongue. Um, if y'all want to pick you up a pair, I think I might have launched these by now. Um, they are going to be expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get around that. Because the only way for this company to make their money on customizing a bunch of shoes is to sell them for a lot of money. Uh-huh. So if y'all got like, 300 some dollars <laughs> to spend on some shoes. Do it. Do yeah. it. <laughs> Let me know. Uh, I'll put the link in the description. Kids, <laughs> ask your parents for their credit card. And for some not as expensive, but very fire shoes. Nikki it's Blade. Still a expensive. They, they are. Shit. They are. <laughs> but I have a code. Use code Blaze at Superb Sportswear. And I'm actually designing my own birthday shoe, custom design. I'm very Ooh. excited about. But yes, Superb Sportswear. I'm so because happy. Because your birthday is tomorrow. It's yeah. March 10th. March 10th, no, no matter when this drops, this, yeah, when this drops is tomorrow. Drop, you dish it is tomorrow. Yeah. Fuck it up if it's your birthday, hey. bitch. Hey. Uh. Fuck it. So I was out, just real quick. I was out, and that song randomly came on. And, and fucked it up. I fucked it up. <laughs> you know when you got to grab the person in front of you? I didn't even know who it was. I said, I'm about to use you. Mm-hmm. And then I fucked it up because my birthday was coming and up. And you grinded on him? I didn't even grind. I said, <laughs> no, whoever he, was behind me. He was the stand. He was the stand. Oh, right, right. When that song comes on, it's head down, grab the person in front of you, hair flip a little bit, ah. and then whoever's behind you is getting all the work. Yes. But yes, March 10th, my birthday was yesterday. 
Well, speaking of dancing, thank you, Nikki Blades. You're welcome. You like Today's, that? It's I what I do for a living. <laughs> Segways is what mm-hmm. I do on her resume. What are you good at? Segways. <laughs> and then they riding and, them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Segways and twerking. <laughs> um, today's guest, very special, sexy man. Um, he is uh, tall. He can dance. Okay. Um, he um, has done a lot in the dance community. I'm talking about America's. Next best dance crew models. <laughs> I was like, okay. America. Wow. I was like, what is the is America's ABCD. best America's best dance crew? Yes, yes, yes. Um, also, one of the founding members of Kinjas, um, and a a um, consistent cast member on JK News. If y'all fuck with JK News, uh, make some noise for my boy Anthony Lee. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. If you're just yeah. Yeah. Who's for the cameras? Who's for the camera? Right here, right in the middle. He said, no. that was on he said only wow, off the OnlyFans. Off camera, you know what I mean? Uh, huh? No Chaser starting its own OnlyFans. What's up? Yeah, we got one. Cheers. How are you? Cheers, my guy. Cheers. I'll put the mic in my face and I couldn't cheers the right way anymore. Anthony Lee. First of all, man. How are you? Thanks for pulling up. First of all, Genuine is dope and he's mad slept on. He's a sick ass dancer. Yes. yes. I heard that. I heard mm-hmm. that. Yes. I was vibing. You know, I put on some of your choreography this morning to get ready for the for the show. Bullshit. I'm gonna call you out. Which one? On oh, God. I put on the I see fire by Ed Sheeran, your oh, most viral one. <laughs> you got me. You got me. I didn't, but I didn't know until I Googled. I didn't know that you were one of the like uh, founding Kinja's members. You know what I'm I saying? I didn't even know that's on Google. It is. I just thought it was all Mike's song. To be honest. It is all Mike's song. I'm actually just the, the face of it as a body double in case he gets assassinated when we fuck up. <laughs> so let me tell well, well, let me ask you this. When you went on America's Best Dance Crew, because I know y'all be just be like recycling members in different crews like it's a like a drummer in a rock band and shit. <laughs> but like, so which which crews were you on when you did America's Best Dance Crew? I was, I was, when we did America's Best Dance Crew, that was 2015. It was like the uh, season eight coming back all-star champions type mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. So it was like a, everybody was a previous winner of that show mm-hmm. except us. So we didn't even fucking know why we were coming back. As Kinjas? Yeah, as Kinjas. Oh. We had never been on the show before. Um, but like, you know, you know, B-Tech, uh, Ben Chung, you, was, you yes. just did the podcast with us. Yeah, he was like previously uh, a member of Jabberwockies as well, which was a winner. Right. And then we had also had like members from like Poyotics on our crew and they were winners and they weren't yeah. doing the show. So like, and then we also had like Mike and Tony who were from like Cop, Cop Modern, Modern yeah. who were like season one favorites and stuff. So it felt like maybe it made sense for us to be on the show. Word. And that's why they brought us on. But, I mean, I was so down because I'd never been on it. And I, we had nothing to lose. Oh. It was like Season of Champions and one underdog. I okay. see. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So they, it doesn't specify all that on Wikipedia. No. You know no. I didn't even know we had a Wikipedia. <laughs> I don't think we do. <laughs> no shit. We stay, in the, we stay in the shadows, like, too deep. Like, okay. Yeah, on your Instagram. Like, I have Instagram. <laughs> I didn't even know I had Instagram. <laughs> yeah, man. I was, uh, you know, I was just trying to do some research. Um, Cause like I just kind of you know I, I knew you were a dancing ass Kinja boy, but I was like let me get some let me get some background and then I seen the shit about America's Best Dance Crew and I was confused because I was like wait because because I don't know if I I told you this on your shit mm-hmm. where uh, my first tour ever was with Kaba Modern yeah that's right and so I was like but in my head I was like I don't remember him being there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that guy who just like climbed the ladders, just like the evil fucking assistant who was always just behind people. <laughs> Randomly got like one hand in a photo next to the president. You mean a groupie? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> had sex with everybody to get to where I am. I had to suck a lot to get where yes, I am. A lot of Mike Song dick. What? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I was on a different crew at the time or a different dance team from college. It was a very collegiate style dance team. So I was on a group called CADC. What does that mean? How? What is collegiate dancing? Like, because the type of like uh, competition. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, because of the uh, the type of like uh, community that we came from, there were like teams of like uh, sizing like twenty five to forty people that would be like representing like a college club or something. So Cabo Modern actually rep- was like the dance crew from Cabo Bayon, the the Filipino culture club oh. from UCI. So, but they were considered like a street team because they didn't have to all be students to be on the team. Like you could kind of audition for them. Whereas I was on a team that was called CADC, which was the Chinese Association Dance Crew. So we were the dance team affiliated with the Chinese Association at UCI, but we were strictly collegiate. Like you had to have fucking 12 units of proof that you were a full-time student at UCI. And even if 
even if you were like, you know, uh, a, a director or whatever on the team and it was your senior year, when you graduated, you couldn't be on the team anymore. Damn. Like, oh. so kicked you out. Yeah. So, so that was just kind of like the rotating door. But that's what it was back then. By the time I left, um, I think that that was kind of a disadvantage for teams like that because then like the circuit got a lot bigger and then you were competing with people that were like, you know, staying on teams for like 10, 12 years to kind of like mm. what these new college kids. Ringers. So, yeah. yeah. Like in <laughs> order for you to be in this crew, you cannot have time for this crew. <laughs> Full schedules only. Yo, did, we, they, yeah. did they even check if you were Chinese? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'll tell you what, we love the one or two black people that joined our team every right. year. We try to suck as much of that swag from them as possible. <laughs> you know what I mean? What, so what kind of knees are? What kind of what kind of knees? What kind of knees are you? Um, what kind of knees? Yeah. What kind of knees? I <laughs> never heard That's that. So, well, first, first of all, first, let me let me say this. If you're not Asian, don't be saying that shit. Uh, <laughs> because there's some me's in there too. Yes, there's me's. Oh yes, knees and me's. Yes, and and. Uh, Knees and toes, yeah. <laughs> First off, I was like, why are you asking him about his Megan knees? <laughs> so like, are you, are you seeing what he no, can do the still? The first time I ever heard that, fucking wildin' out, fucking Emmanuel was like, oh, what, what kind of knees, what kind of knees are you? <laughs> he was like, <laughs> oh. Uh, dry. Uh, <laughs> okay, but yeah, what kind of Asian are you? That's actually funny because I'm both knees and knees. Chinese and Vietnamese. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. That's what I identify with. Uh, by blood, I'm like predominant, I'm like 90-something percent Chinese and I got like some Something from like my great grandmother's side that's like from Vietnam or some shit. I don't really know. Okay. I need to do 23 and me so I can learn that like I got 1% Mongolian Genghis come, you know what I'm saying? Genghis um, come? <laughs> yeah. But other than that, I'm pretty much uh because my parents were born in Vietnam and then they came and immigrated here to America, to Hawaii, mm -hmm. uh in the after the or during the war. Um, my parents from Chinese descent, born in Vietnam, come into America. Taught me Vietnamese, oh. even though like my uh, my cousins and everything like that were like culturally very Chinese. Interesting. Mm. But I only spoke Vietnamese growing up, so it, oh, I, I'm like really? really confused with my upbringing. So by blood you're Chinese, but you speak Vietnamese. Yeah. Wow. But I speak Vietnamese like a third grader. You know what I'm talking about? Like, no, you, I feel that. You can get by, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You can say I'm cold and I'm hungry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's basically my tie right there. Mom, I'm cold and I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. That sucks when you're warm and full. <laughs> she just keeps giving me food and putting blankets on me. <laughs> Switch it. I'm just saying I'm cold and I'm hungry, but aggressively, yeah. I'm cold and I'm hungry. <laughs> Always. <laughs> um I said, how did you uh how did you link up with JK News? Cause you're like, you know, you're on there all the fucking time now. Hey, yeah, hey, shout out JK News. You guys suck. Um <laughs> now, so uh I think um what was it? It was this thing called Tick Tick Tour in Australia. It's Tick Tick Tour 2 or something mm -hmm. like that, that they were uh hosting out like this mad tour in Australia. Poriotics was on it, Architects, uh JK News, Joseph Vincent, mm -hmm. uh yeah, a bunch of random people that were like uh, Asian YouTubers and shit at the time were there. Mm. And then I was on there with Yo Mama crew. That was a crew uh, that was me, Mike Song, and Victor. Mm. But I believe it was Mike Song who couldn't go, so we brought Lawrence Cow instead. Mm -hmm. um, and then so we went on this tour, and JK was there as well. And I remember just like, they were doing their uncle, uncle Chin, uncle... Uncle Same. I was about to say Uncle Phil for some reason. <laughs> that would be weird. Rick, I was like, Uncle Phil. Uh, <laughs> Why you look at Rick? It's and, what um, they do. <laughs> so they're doing their bit, and I was like, yo, these guys are crazy. But um, Gio was with them at the time, too. Uh, and, and then you were in love with her. No, 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 no. But I did remember, and I told this story <laughs> no, before. <laughs> but we did go to like this after party and then everybody's kind of like, you know, waiting around for them to get us into the like VIP area. You know, Aussie fans are like super sick and they're like really, really crazy and yeah, stuff too. Yeah, you're such too. a sick cunt, bro. That's all I heard. <laughs> you're such a sick cunt, bro. Birthday party perfect. All right. Sick cunt, Mike. Um, and then we, we go and we're waiting till I get let in and then this dude gets like mad awkward and like comes up and tries to like dance on Geo. Mm. Yeah, just but he's like a little Asian awkward dude, you know. It's what like, we do, dog. Just it know. is what we do. And then he like goes and tries to dance up on her all awkward. And then I'll never fucking forget this. She pushes him, but you know, she's like fucking strong. She's like, that's that's like She-Hulk shit, right? Yeah, yeah. She pushes him and this will like flies 12 feet and like rolls and stuff. And I, I swear bowling pins get knocked over and sound design is added and shit. There's like crowd applause. But I swear after that moment, I was like, I fucks with them. <laughs> no, and he fell and he got up. He's like, that's my type of woman right there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right there. Been searching it for hunting it for a year. He's <laughs> like, Geo, Australian fool, so mate. <laughs> There's nothing worse 
and going to a doctor's appointment expecting to be the center of attention and then your doctor seems like they have better things to do and better places to be. You know, instead of listening to you intently, asking you how you feel and help you along, the doctor is just checking their watch, ready to get out of there. Well, on ZocDoc, you'll find quality doctors who focus on you and listen to you to prioritize your care. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. So no more playing Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor that you haven't even met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. So go to ZocDoc.com slash Tim and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Tim. ZocDoc.com slash Tim. So now uh, I come back, uh, and they were doing, uh, they weren't doing news at the time. They were just doing JK films. So they were doing a bunch of random comedy sketches. Yeah. So that's when me and Lawrence Cow started joining in, in some of their sketches Word. whenever we weren't traveling and dancing and performing and teaching and all that hoo ha. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was just like my regular for like, Probably like eight years, just like when they started even JK News too. I would just pop in when literally I had time. I'd be like, yo, I'm back from out of town for like three months. I got like a two-week window. Like, you, you guys down to have me? Yeah, I was super <laughs> thirsty me. about it. <laughs> yeah, that's, but is that what you do too? No. It was anymore. fun though. <laughs> it was fun because that was like my, uh, everything that I did content-wise was only dance. Mm. And when you see like my dance stuff, it's like, uh, it's very… It's very one side of who I am. Because it's very, very like, I, you know, like I see fire. I core got to like pretty deep shit. Yeah, it's like the artsy, like, um, oh, he's going through something side of you. Oh. Yeah, it's like my way of expressing what I don't have the ability to express in words. But if you give me words, then I'm a fucking fool. Yeah, yeah, I'm like yeah. a regular idiot. You know what I mean? Just like the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so JK News was kind of like my cool outlet to just speak versus just like dance all eloquent and shit. You know yeah. what? I never thought of that, how it must be… I wouldn't say frustrating, but yeah, frustrating for someone who's known for like dance and these like interpretive pieces, right? And where people are like, they meet you and they're like, oh, you're, oh, you're, you're goofy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you never get the chance to really show your goofy side. Yeah, I get goofy. to let people down all the time. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it's the opposite. Like, they meet me in person, they're like, why are you not funny right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, make I, me laugh. Can make I me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's it, man? That's that's dope. You know, um, I really thought you and uh, Nikki Blades would have met already, but I guess they didn't. They have never scheduled y'all on the same day. I have always seen and heard great things from afar, oh, I and I was always waiting for the moment actually to meet you via JK News, but. Like I said, JK News sucks, so that's why I had to come <laughs> here to meet you myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's my formal meeting of Nikki Blades, the one and only Nikki. Thank Blades. you. And one of the first things you said was, "Damn, Nikki." You're tall. <laughs> and I was like, I know. Because, you know, I'm not like a regular, uh, I was going to say short Asian. And I looked at him. <laughs> tall Asian motherfuckers <laughs> always want to stick to that bill. They, sw- oh my yeah. God. No, I'm, I'm so tall. I'm, I'm, I'm better. Saying, you know? Just so you guys know I'm better. <laughs> I'm a solid 5'12", you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Are you really six feet? I am. Oh, shit. I, I didn't even realize. Six like and a half on like a good day when I like sleep well. Damn, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like stretch out. Depending on the shoes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah word. Your shoes make you a little bit taller. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I'm about like 5'10 right now. Word. Yeah, yeah you are tall. Yeah. Like, okay, so you said. But wait, Gio's taller than me. Yeah, just but Gio's, for, Gio's for, like I said, I read Culture She Hulk, so I think that that like gets a pass. <laughs> you mentioned you're Chinese, Hawaiian, and Filipino. And Filipino. Mm-hmm. So that means it's the, it's the Hawaiian side that makes you We're, big. I guess. You're so. tall, and, because the Chinese and Filipino side would make you like down here. Yeah. It's, gra- some, it's some tall Chinese. Yeah, my grandpa is Hawaiian Chinese, and he was 6'4. Oh, shit. And my Dang. dad's 6'2. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Long works. body life. But my brother is 5'6, and he's upset. <laughs> Whoa, my brother is mad. Shit. He was like, "You." He looks at me sometimes. He looks Tell at us, me. Rick. <laughs> I would have shot the family up <laughs> if I was the only one short in that bitch. I was. Oh, I was man. about to say, if he's five six, I can see why he's mad because you're not short enough to really be like to assert yourself as a short king. Because yeah. I'm like, I'm like five four. I'm like, fuck y'all. I'm little. I handle my yeah. shit. But he's like five six. 
He's almost like five eight. <laughs> yeah. so he's like, I should be taller. Yeah. When my brother is out, nobody notices. It's just when I come through, oh, and shit. then he's like, "You." Oh, so he's shit. super strong. He was like, "Look, if you the long one, I'm the strong one." So, <laughs> That's yeah. funny. That's wait, 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 weird. Tim. How, how tall are your parents? My parents. Let's see. If I'm five four and a half, my dad's like five four and three quarters. Oh shit. He, he might be five five. My mom is like five two. Um and uh You got taller siblings? It's only me though. He's solo. Yeah. Right. It explains a lot. People <laughs> always think she is way taller than me, but if I'm four and a half, she is like five four. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just the hair. The hair always be up and poofy and shit. So people swear she's way taller than me, but yeah. But is she taller than you? She's taller than you, right? No, no fool, I just no. told you how tall we are. Yeah. <laughs> She's taller than you, dude. Don't lie. <laughs> Stop lying, man. It's cool, dude. It's your podcast. No. And Veda right now, Veda's about three six. <laughs> She's already Wow, Tim's now he's like, look, Veda, Veda, I'm gonna need you to stay around this high range in order for daddy drink, to feel drink good. Drink this about coffee and uh, lift these weights. Lift <laughs> these weights. Veda comes out, she got a six. Stunt that growth real quick. Yeah, yeah. Snort this line of uh... oh, God. that doesn't stun your growth. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying, trying to fuck her up. <laughs> <laughs> I can't have you be more successful than me. <laughs> so snort this line. Um, speaking of family, you are engaged. I am engaged. That's lit. Congrats. Um, when did that happen? That actually happened almost one year ago to the to the month. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Man. It was. Uh, it was actually. So here's the thing. I was uh, coming back from China. I was in China for like three months or, so, or like a month and a half working on a tour. Mm. And this was like right at like the start of quarantine time type stuff. For dance stuff or JK tour? For dance stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah. JK tour in they China. <laughs> and then uh, I, I come back. And when I come back, I'm like, uh, I had in my head already. I was like, I'm going to propose. I don't know when. Mm-hmm. I don't know where. I don't know how. I just know I will mm-hmm. when I come back from this trip. Right? So even when I came back from the trip, I like took it to like… Like Josh Retreat and stuff like that. And everybody thought I was going to propose. But I was like, what the fuck? Who, who proposes to Josh Don't you do you know drugs there? Is yeah. that what you do in Joshua Tree? Yeah. Yeah. You do drugs and you get kidnapped. Yeah. That's all you do in Joshua Tree. And you bury people. It's very romantic. We, we avoided the latter. But, um, but then, you know, what ended up happening was because the pandemic was really, really rough on us. We ended up having to close our brand new studio that literally just opened in downtown oh, LA. Field. Yeah, the Kinjas oh, Complex. Man. So then, like this whole just fucking tornado of like unfortunate shit from the pandemic started like just breathing down on us. And then, like you know, me and Mike had to make that really, really tough decision. We're like, fuck, we gotta close this shit down. And we had like you know, in the great words of Jay Z, grand opening, grand closing. Like that was literally how fast it was. Yeah. Um. So. Before we closed it, we asked ourselves, we're like, is there, like, what's one more thing we got to do before this place is gone? <laughs> so then the only thing we could think of at that time was like, we're like, oh, you know, we should do like one last showcase just for the boys, mm-hmm. you know, and just for the crew, just for the friends and fam, uh, because one, COVID and safety and shit. So we got to lie about this anyway, this public gathering, <laughs> right? And then two, it's like, let's just use this place uh, until it's gone. So everybody starts organizing their shit, but everybody's doing it with this like heavy burden kind of emotional, like, you know, is the end kind of type stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you're also stressed out because we got to move out, but then you're stressed because you got to put rehearsals together and everybody's got to get their numbers straight. It's like, what song are you doing? How many people are you dancing with? You get your rehearsal shit in yet? Blah, 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 right? And then all the while, I'm like starting to like, in, in all the, the blurriness of the stress and piecing everything together, all the variables. And I'm like, wait a minute, all the homies are going to be here. Mm-hmm. Like, the family's going to be here, mm. including her. You know what I mean? And I was like, her family's in town. Because then my oh, next wow. plan was I was going to propose on our trip to Maui. But I know that would have been by ourselves. Mm. And by ourselves means it would have been like nice and romantic and cute and shit. But she wouldn't be able to celebrate. And she's very, very, you know, close with her family. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, snap. This might be, this might be the opportunity. So then I, I, I let the guys know. I'm like, hey, this is going to be crazy. But I'm going to need you all for my routine. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, God. We got to learn it's shit. Like, God, I already got seven other yeah. things I got to do today. <laughs> Bro, I'm trying to… Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, so I'm, I'm going to propose using this like showcase. And then, you know, in a weird kind of like turn of events, that ended up being the one thing that like nobody had pre-planned to make closing that space out okay. Yeah. Like suddenly all the stress of getting things ready and prepping and making it look nice. So the invitations and the setting up, suddenly you were, everybody felt like they were setting up for something way more purposeful yeah. than just like the failure to keep the spot open. Right, right, right. right. And, and then it became this like really whimsical little moment. Then, and you know, she, I fucked up because she, 
you know, we're all doing Zoom meetings and stuff. So every, and, and you know, I'm, I'm like one of the dudes that's in charge and shit. So like, and, and I didn't have a spot where you could like close a door and like have a Zoom meeting. It's my oh, old God. spot. Mm-hmm. So I'm like sitting there trying to plan shit and I'm like, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, her and her family's going to be there. And I was like, fuck, she in the living room. Oh, oh. God. And then from there, everybody on the Zoom screen too is looking at me like, <laughs> you were like uh, They were like Is the ring ready? You're like Yeah the ring's ready Oh Because I'm boxing y'all <laughs> Because we Doing a UFC fight To end it out Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was terrible And I just tried to like You know Stop the conversation there But it turns out She did hear that one moment But she didn't know How it was gonna go down ah. You know what I mean So when I, I I played this song That she she knew right away, you know. And oh, the cool that, thing that is, song. yeah. And the cool thing is, it, it was for for that purpose. It was uh, Tenerife C by Ed Sheeran. We both enjoy Ed Sheeran a lot. And uh, what was cool is because I was organizing everything. We had like a, a movable spotlight and shit. And so I like choreographed moments when it would like move over to her mm. to like put like all the spotlight on her. And then I had all the guys come out and like fucking really really funny looking like fairy tale prince like <laughs> nutcracker Aww. outfits. And one of our b boys was rolling around with flower petals and shit, throwing it all over. Yeah, I, like a dude came up, put my jacket on, gave me a shot, and then sprayed some spritzer in my my mouth so I could Hilarious. sound all look good. You know, so, so to it, all it was the, dope. to all the ladies listening and watching right now. This shit's not going to happen for you like this. <laughs> Date a dancer. Date a dancer. Because I'm listening to this and this is everything that you think you want. You want your man to do and you realize that your man's probably just fucking regular and he's not ever going to do any of those <laughs> things. positive. Maybe dudes are listening like, oh, okay, no, that's no, no. how you do it. Yeah. And now they're so, going to do that. So ladies, <laughs> give this episode to your man and hopefully he can dance. Because... So, so ladies, break Anthony and his woman up and then date him. Because <laughs> I can see all of it. I'm like, oh my God, this sounds so nice. And I'm thinking, my shit's probably never going to be like Because you're just going to date these uh, lame-ass ball players and Whoa. shit. They don't know how to do that shit. What? The most you're going to get is, I mean, if you try and get married or something, we can, I guess. Wow. <laughs> I mean, like, I could, I could take a time out during yeah. the game. Yeah. Wow. I'm not, I'm I'm not about to get on one knee. I'm six foot nine. <laughs> one day I'm going to have a man, okay? And I'm going to bring him here. That, that would be kind of romantic, like, on a baseball field, though, right? Like, just, like, hold up, hold up, stop the game. Throw, oh, throw yeah. your glove stop down. Let, let throw your glove down and shit. Well, let's ask you, let me ask you this, uh, Blades. Um, would you, would you, because I know, I feel like women are on either side of the spectrum. Mm. They would either enjoy a stadium proposal or they're like, no, thank you. I don't want that. Uh, probably not. Not for you. No. Okay. Y'all well, basically. What about a rented out stadium? Oh, empty. That empty stadium. is. That's yes. kind of a crazy flex. Yes. Okay, Drake. If you All want. the <laughs> Still waiting. Get I check my I, I check my DMs every day waiting for Drake to slide in there. I think I'm the last person he has. He'll to be hit in on. there eventually. Yeah. He'll get there. It's been a while. He'll get to you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. He's still on the, the A last names right now. Right. I'm next. Um, so she said yes. Yeah, she said yes. Yeah, thankfully, goddamn. Could you imagine if she said no? All that no, work. That's the worst. I do laugh at those videos, though, so I was expecting a little bit of that karma. You know what I mean? You know when you fucking watch a video of somebody just doing the most? Yeah. yeah. And then she, like, walks away and shit? Oh, I never like, laugh at those. I feel so Yeah, I don't so laugh bad. at those. That's <laughs> fucked up, so Who bad. laughs at that shit? Oh, what if she watched the whole double shit? Tap, <laughs> We're going to at least give you a little clout. <laughs> or what if she's like... Mm. You know, Lawrence's step was off. Yeah. Um, Just judging. I'm good. Oh, man. How, how long did you guys rehearse? Mm, okay, okay. For, oh. me, that might, for me, that might be kind of hot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. Practice again. Let's do it again. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's tight, man. Um, Congrats. Congrats. That's Thank beautiful. Um, is there a video of it somewhere? There is. We'll probably post it this year. Now okay. it's been a year later. You ain't even posted it yet? No, perfect. I don't know why. It was just one of those things where I, you know, I just didn't post it, and we were just like closing up shop and stuff, and just I don't know. For the anniversary, that's perfect. Yeah, the the anniversary of the little performance. Everybody lower your expectations, though. You know, it's like nah, they're up here. Damn it, it's gonna be beautiful. I'm gonna cry. Um, do you um, do y'all have a date? I don't have a date, but I do have a time frame that we're aiming for, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And we're looking at spring of next year, maybe in like the March ish time uh-huh. frame. It's a good season. Yeah, good, now that the good. venues are opening up again, you know what I'm saying? I feel like it was a struggle. COVID time, I, I had like at least two or three homies that were ready to go, ready to get married, and then COVID happened, and they just had to do a, 
I'm on Zoom with the with the priest. Oh, <laughs> like, ah. yeah. I would wait. I would have waited. I would have waited. Yeah. You're gonna be together forever. I literally had like I know one homie for sure that was like had a big wedding planned, and then he was like, "All right, man, we sick of waiting. We're just gonna put on our 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 outfits actually, and." Low key, I'm actually mad jealous. A part of me, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure Nina's never gonna watch this, so fuck it. <laughs> A part of me wishes that maybe I would have got engaged like ever so slightly sooner. <laughs> so then like we would have like unfortunately been in that category of people that had to get married. Save some money. <laughs> you know, I was like, damn it, dude. Like I wanted all three million people, all my <laughs> friends to be there. But now we just got this totally <sighs> cheap wedding. Oh. Sorry. But here's you know our Zoom saying? room code for you to Yes. Yeah. That watch. is the struggle is selecting who gets to go? Here's what y'all don't fucking realize, all right? If you got friends that get married, right? Motherfucking everybody that feels like you follow them on Instagram deserve to go to your wedding, all right? And what they don't realize is, okay, so I had a wedding of 200 people. That sounds like a lot of people, right? But then you got to remember, 200 becomes 100. You got the, the bride side, you got my side. Mm. And then everybody wants a guest. So that's 50 people, oh, right? Oh, man. You fucked me up with this math right now. No, here. you got to keep this in mind, dog. <laughs> because you got... Parents. Yes. Uh-huh. You got parents. You got families. Um, and then... you. So you got every guest wants a, wants a guest. So that's like 50 people, basically. But here's the rule. Right? I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you've started inviting people yet. It's like, normally, yes, you can invite... Someone gets a guest if they are married already or have like a long-term relationship. Because motherfuckers be yeah, trying to bring no people. They've been, they been new booze. They've yeah, been trying to pull no, up yeah, new yeah. booze. Uh-uh. I also heard because um, our producer on my on the morning show is getting married that if you bring a guest, you have to cover, like the guest has to bring a gift that costs a certain amount of money <laughs> to cover for the dinner. Oh, yeah. shit. That yeah. makes sense. And then also, I'll take the cash though. <laughs> yeah. And then also, um, no kids at the wedding is yes. totally acceptable. That's that's what we're doing for sure. Yeah, no yeah, kids yeah. at the wedding. Except for obviously, we got like our sisters that right. got kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if everybody else can't bring yeah. their kids, no that means they babies. also be scurrying off home early too. You know what I'm saying? Yes, real, man. Real that's, chill. that's the thing. Because all that shit takes up space. I thought I had like, you know, a hundred people to invite, but really at the end of the day, I feel like I was inviting like 20 homies yeah. and then like guests and family members. And uh, I, I let a couple kids, you know, we were cool with kids, but it all kind of dwindles down. And then you got people that like, you know what I'm saying? They really be hitting you up like, can't wait to go to your wedding. I'm like, I haven't spoken to you in three years. Dang. Like, why do you think you're allowed? I had to tell people straight up, uh, I haven't talked to you. I don't kick it with you. You're not coming to my wedding. And yeah. motherfuckers be hurt. <laughs> it, it's so weird. Like, I've definitely not been invited to certain weddings. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many decisions that have to be made. Yeah, you and only cry point- for like one night. <laughs> <laughs> and the point I was making about the parents, a lot of times the parents have all these fucking family members you never heard of that oh, yes. they want to invite. Like, it, it all gets taken up. And it really do be these people who are not... Those people, like, mm-hmm. we don't, we don't right. move like that. <laughs> Thank God. I don't know what y'all are going to do. My parents, when I told them, I gave, I was like, look, y'all can invite 10 homies. And they were like, what? How, how do you expect us to choose which friends we get to invite? I'm like, uh, hello. Yeah, that's what <laughs> and, I'm doing. And then they finally, after some back and forth, my parents were like, look. Invite all your homies. We're going to have a separate wedding, yeah. which I fucking paid for. But, <laughs> but that's irrelevant. So I had one wedding, a big one for all my peoples, and then did another separate tie ceremony for my parents and all their peoples. And fucking, you know, people who, I don't know, babysat me when I was five, who I haven't seen in 20 years, but to appease them. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to choose some battles. You see, I, I would be totally, uh, as is Asian custom, I'm not sure what other customs are, but uh, I would totally be willing to have a separate parents' wedding mm-hmm. if that meant that all those people are coming with them red envelopes. Oh, you already oh. know they're going to. Period. Yeah. You yes. Know what I'm mm-hmm. uh, so that's what, luckily, uh, the, the old Asian, the old Thai people came with the checks. Oh, yeah. But then my dad was like, all right, so check this out. This is how much the venue costs. <laughs> and I was like, all right, man, take it. <laughs> cool, cool. That's cool. That's cool. Take it, take it, take it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, man. But at the end of the day, though, uh, I had so much fun. Uh, weddings are great. Uh, 
let me know if you want me to pull up. I mean, I know you. I didn't invite you to mine, but uh, a, I didn't get invited a, either. That's a virtual so. invite right now. Yeah. Oh, I got the virtual Zoom invite. Zoom, invite. That's yeah. cool. Here's that's the cool Zoom too. link. I'm gonna give. You, I'm for sure gonna give you the Zoom link. Yo. <laughs> You're the only Yo. person. On he's just. He's like, why did I get a Twitch link? What yeah. the fuck is this? I'm watching on IG Live. He's like, that's it's a, not even a link. Yeah, it's just Bart. <laughs> Bart, turn I'll the camera around. <laughs> Bart's working out. My phone's about to die. Bart's, Bart, Bart's just working out. There's a gym in the corner. All right, man. Well, so I got a couple questions for you from uh, from Instagram. Um, You're so prepared. You are prepared. Cheers uh, again, though. You know, sometimes. I need to re-up. Cheers to you and your... And, and, uh, getting married is, is beautiful. Yo, I'm excited. I'm how, l- how long have you guys been together? I'm excited. Uh, no, we're not. <laughs> Rick and I are like, that's no, probably not going. Eight years now? Course. Beautiful. Eight years of what? Being together. Seven officially, I think. Okay. But, you know, like, been dating since, like, eight years ago. Cool. So... Um, let's see. Um, <laughs> uh, well, S. Spar Rivera uh, just wants you to know that you're hot. Um, Ricky is hot, man. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, I think this will be good for the. Uh, is S. Spar Rivera a guy or a girl? Who knows? It's usually uh, a guy when it's to me. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, here, here's a good question for all the dancers that might be tuning in. Um, Mr. No Sleep asks, when did you decide to go full-time as a choreographer? As a choreographer? That's very, that's very specific. Because there's a, definitely a difference between someone who is great at dancing and a choreographer. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Not everybody can totally, do totally. what you do. Um, full-time as a choreographer. I, I don't think I ever had like the intention to be like, that's my separation. Because I think I was always doing an equal parts like dancing as a dancer. Like performing uh, and in shows or whatnot. And then choreographing for like artists or choreographing for, to like teach. Because mm. I don't really count like teaching as the same as just being a choreographer. Yeah. Um, but I will say that when I took the journey into discovering my love for choreography… Mm-hmm. That I first started uh, breakdance. I started as a b-boy, uh, and I like would hurt myself all the time, but I loved it. Right? All them damn flips. Always, always. <laughs> and I was like such a fucking, such a noob at that shit too. I was like straight to windmills trying to impress girls, like not learning anything <laughs> yeah. about foundation and culture. Just be like, yo, I'm trying to get this freeze though when I don't even know how to fucking six step the right way. Um, but then, uh, and then I got into like popping because I got injured. <laughs> Like, well, I can't get down, so I gotta stand up. And then, and then you injured your elbow when you started finger cutting. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Your elbow. Um, and then, and then it was after that that I finally like went into choreography. And when you know, the first time that my my old team asked me to like choreograph something. Uh, and it was very like animation poppy influence. And then I saw it was this really weird human experience. Imagine like you fucking like go home, you like smoke some weed or whatever, and then you like make up some like just this combination to to the sound of the music, right? And then next thing you know, you go into a fucking parking lot with a bunch of other Asian people, and then they start learning this thing that you made up. Bunch of other Asian people, <laughs> <laughs> real specific, Such a specific funny note. You don't belong here. You, know what I'm you need to go. Some of you are just like learning these random yeah. moves that you like made up, like See, in your in front of your closet mirror. Right, and then next thing you know, you're like in front of a giant like club of Asian competing people. of, of yeah. Asian people. Shout six, out to Myron. Shout out to Myron Martin. Oh. Uh, it's like six black people there, uh, and but they love Asian dudes, by the way. Them, uh, anyways. Um, so we go out there and then we compete with this stuff. And then next thing you know, I'm like, whoa! I just like won something, but I have this euphoria because I'm like, people. Wanted to learn something I made up. Right, right. And then there was like extensions of my sense of being mm, in these wow. people. You know what I'm saying? Word. It, it's almost like, I, I think it's like a positive affirmation of like the existence of your ego in mm. a way that's not meant to be like your regular ego. But anyways, I feel that. No, 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 I feel that. So then I, I fell in love with the idea of choreography because there's something so weird about human beings trying to move the same way. Same, the same thing way, like, some, some moves you concocted in your brain. People are learning this on purpose. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. like an extreme example is like synchronized swimming in the Olympics. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. Isn't that funny? Like yeah. just seeing a bunch of people with skull caps on just like upside down, like twiddling <laughs> their fucking… And they can't hear the music that well, oh, right? Yeah. But it's just such a unique thing to have a group of humans come together. So I think that's why I really fell in love with that. And then from there, it was just a question of how far does this go? Mm-hmm. It wasn't really like a goal orientation. It was just a go orientation. You know what I mean? That's dope. That's dope. No, um, what were you going to say? 
No, that's a very dancer answer. <laughs> dancer answer. <laughs> prancer. Dancer answer, you know huh? how you were talking about all the other things? Like, I'm goofy and I'm this. I'm like, this is what everybody thinks you're like. <laughs> that moment that happened, they're like this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I feel that because, um. so I had never, whenever I write bars, it's for my own shit, right? But I'd never written a song that was a song song until like, you know, we we we, we did a, a, a musical years ago that never came out. But part of that process was for me writing a, a song, not rap song for the first time for other people to sing. And then yeah. hearing them sing that shit and then hearing it come together in my head, the way I had it in my head was like a whole trippy different experience. It was, you know it's saying? crazy, right? It's pretty, yeah, no, it, it's yeah. definitely crazy, yeah. Um, well, that's tight. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, uh, here's another question. This Our Year asks, what has been your favorite accompl- accomplishment up till this point in life? Ooh. Damn. Wow, you <laughs> can I I'm just gonna say this yeah. before you answer. Wow, y'all actually showed up with these questions because sometimes we have guests and y'all are like terrible. How many <laughs> sex did you have? Yeah. How many sex do you have? Yeah. These How are, come longer? Yeah. These are really good. <laughs> What's the question again? I saw yeah. this. What has video. been your biggest your favorite accomplishment up until this point in your life? Um I will say that uh, a lot of people, when I first started doing business with friends, right, they, there's obviously that, you know, trope out there, stereotype. It's like, yo, it's like mad difficult. You know, you shouldn't go into business with friends. Mm-hmm. And I get it. Mm-hmm. I like have learned how difficult that shit is. It is fucking complex. Yeah. And it goes and it makes you really always like judge at like the deepest inner core like being of yourself and ask questions all the time. Mm-hmm. However, I also had heard from like a mentor of mine was like, the only people who are saying that are people that failed. Mm. And I was like, fuck, I hate that. That's There's some brightness to that. That's yeah. such a fire point and I think let's highlight that real quick because that's facts, right? It it's is, like, it is. It's possible to do business with your friends. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I think communication is important. Mm-hmm. Lay that shit out there. Right. Um, and the only people that say that are the ones that failed and the shit fucked up, the friendships mm-hmm. fucked up because the money exactly. fucked it up. Exactly. Money that, definitely can fuck it up. Yeah. Yeah. And, and going to that on the communication side, people don't realize that even if it's um, not a romantic relationship, a lot of the things that you apply to a m- romantic relationship is what you need to apply to a business relationship and friendships because it's all the same principles. Absolutely. You have emotions. You have to take into consideration what they've Absolutely. gone through. And then when you communicate, you have to understand how that person receives what you're saying and you must adjust in order to get to the common goal which is success whether it's um, money or in yeah and that is the craziest part because there's that duality sometimes you could show up to work when they're not like your friend friend and like everything can be objective and professional right, right. that's yeah. the word you just fucking stay professional right. but the thing is when you're working with your friends like that blurred line gets blurry oh, yeah. especially when shit is popping off or hard as fuck right so like, I love that analogy that it's just like a romantic relationship mm-hmm. with over communication and also something you learn in a relationship. Sometimes you apologize not because you're wrong, but because you value the relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And knowing how to do that even in a business sense is something that you have to discover. And it's it's really how much time you put into it. You know, you can't just like know this shit right away. You have to like run into it mm-hmm. and then figure out how you you handle it. But if you do it well… It's the sickest shit in the world. It's great. So fucking dope. Just to be able to eat with your homies and know that like y'all are helping each other eat yeah. and you're yeah. all sharing in the feast. It's amazing. Yeah. So like, mm. you know, for us to, uh, you know, have been able to do it for this feeble and humble now, Kinja's is fucking 12, 12 years old. Yeah. We was born in Year of the Tiger too. Yeah, exactly. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're going 12 years strong. And, you know, I, you know, especially with my boy Mike Song, who's just always been like right there, you know, kind of literally the brother I never had. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, yo, hardest times, strongest times, we've been there together. Yeah. And like, you wouldn't want to share that with, you know, anybody else. Shout out Nina, obviously my fiance. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? You wouldn't want to be there with, with somebody that you, professionally know you want to be there with somebody that you care about and that cares about you you know yeah yes so uh to summarize it would be making a popping business with your boy that you came up with yes exactly (laughs) there it is well done well shout out to kinja noodles then hell Uh, yeah (laughs) are them shits good i haven't had them yet yeah kinja bang shameless plug (laughs) oh no we plug all the time hell yeah and yes to answer your question oh they're good yes oh good i gotta bring some for y'all they are they are plant Based, vegan friendly. Word. Yeah. Air dried, never fried. Very well, delicious. Damn. Love it. Okay, okay. Um, 
Oh. Not a lot of questions, by the way. I'm looking over at Tim's phone. There's a lot. Of yeah, you got a good handful. Um, okay, th- th- a couple people asked this, actually. Um, oh, okay. V-W-J-F-U-I. Fudishfui. Fudishfui asks, who's your dance rival outside on the kin? I don't know what that means, but... This dance lingo. Who's my dance rival? Outside of the kin? Okay, sure. Is that what you just said? I, yeah, yeah I that's, that's what he asked. Oh, so like not a kinja. Okay, sure. Because he said, who's your dance rival outside on the kin? I'm going to assume it's of the kin. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to assume kin means kinjas. But we just think um, your family outside of family? Yeah, Outside right. of your kin? Um, okay, so who's your dance rival outside of the kin? Got it. Super easy. Uh, the people that I also enjoy and were my favorite, have been and still are my favorite crew to watch. Yeah. Therefore, I respect them most. Therefore, I, I want to only compare myself. Word. A.K.A. the Jabberwockies. Ah. Easy. That They are the sickest fucking crew and, and, and just everything that they've ever done with dance. Like what they've been able to do and how they push the needle and continue to like do what they're doing. Mm-hmm. How far they keep going. You know what I'm saying? And representing. Like… How would you not want to choose the illest out there to be your rival? You know what I'm saying? Are, do y'all be having like, is there like dance beefs? Like da- known dancer beefs? Me personally, I do not have any beef. With our crew, I think if if anybody had beef with our crew, I think it's, I think they're foolish. Mm. I don't think we do. You know, we're not like that kind of street talking. Like at the end of the day, the dance community is already like pillow soft as shit, especially choreography, right? <laughs> Imagine dancers like, yo, you got beef? You, let's battle. Let's right. dance it out. So, well, DJ, that's what the movies told me yeah. they do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Pussy we're, step. Yeah. We're already so like uh, like pacifist with yeah. our with our expression. Yeah. That it's like throw choreography in there where you have to like you know uh, pre-plan shit out <laughs> right. and then like rehearse rehearse your expression. You know, there, it, there's no there's no room for that kind of beef. But um, I I do think that the fans enjoy drama mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and like when you maybe see like another like uh, all male predominantly asian group that moves in similar fashion it would mm-hmm. be super easy to mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. be like yo blah versus this it's like fan accounts that have like way more viral videos than us because they were like kinjas versus jabwagis wow. which i'm like at the end of the day i'm like i thank you guys you guys even put us in that spot yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like cool like it makes me feel like we should keep going you know what i'm saying but again i, I think for me, it's all out of love and respect that I, I would even choose to like look up as a rival versus like what, what what's the fucking point of rivaling your equal? Yeah. yeah, it's all community. Yeah. Let me ask you this, man, because I don't think we've ever had a a professional dancer on the podcast, have we? Not this kind of dance, yeah, but we've yeah. had well, like strippers oh, and shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, well, let me ask you this, man. Um, so people always ask me, right? As an Asian American, how my parents. Uh, accepted me going into the entertainment business. Mm-hmm. Now, I feel like for you, it's even, it's like it's different. It's next level because it's like, it's not even like, oh, because, you know, a dancer coming up, it's not like there's a lot of dance shows. You feel me? Yeah. So how were your parents when you were like, okay, I'm like, I'm dancing and this is what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was it was a little it was definitely not easy. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I don't think it's a blanket statement. I, I have, obviously, I have a lot of Asians in my crew. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them have different upbringings and experiences where, like, some of them, uh, their parents fully supported them, you know? Mm. Uh, maybe they were, like, the younger child. So, like, they already had this blah, 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 <laughs> right? And I'm also the baby of the group. So, yeah. my, my sister's already uh, got, like, a, is married, has children. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And The real successful one. Yeah, the, the real child. <laughs> you know? I was an accident. They just gave up by the time you got to you. You're like, do whatever makes <laughs> do whatever. you happy. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably true, but uh, I'm not insecure about it. <laughs> Anyways, um, what was the question? <laughs> Parents, no, no, no. dance. But uh, but uh, I, I remember there was this period where like my mom, you know, God bless her soul, but she was always trying to get me to quit dancing. Mm. She would, oh, every single time it was on the phone or I came home to eat or whatever the hell, it would always be like, are you still dancing? You know, you should stop, blah, 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 yappity, yappity, yap. <laughs> Pretending like she had like friends of friends and stuff that had like, you know, if you talk to this person, maybe they'll hire you. <laughs> oh, this job. God. I got you. Here's a phone number, blah, blah, blah. Like yeah. I gave you. And I'm like, mom. Right. And eventually it got so difficult for me to feel inspired and motivated mm. that straight up, like, and this is unfortunate, but necessary for like, I guess maybe like what my ambition needed, but I just stopped coming home mm. and I stopped calling. Cause you don't want to deal with it. And yeah. I didn't. Yeah. And, and I would only hit up my dad from time to time. Mm. And it is what it is. And literally my dad would get frustrated with my mom too, because he'd be like, this is why he don't come home. Mm. Yeah. 
You know what Miss I mean? Miss my son, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> and and that period lasted for about a year and a half mm. until, and fucking Asian parents, right? Until I one day am on a TV mm-hmm. spot, right? For this thing called LXD, Legion of Extraordinary Dancers that like John and Chu put together. Yes, I remember them. Y'all had a lot of light glasses. Yeah, we had we had a lot of stuff. <laughs> but I was in I was in a, a sector of it called Umbras that had umbrellas. We like wore suits and like bowler hats and like danced with umbrellas and shit. Right. Uh, very kindred, very like, it's not about the individuals, about like the group, right? Mm-hmm. And then we're doing Dancing with the Stars, Macy's special. So we're just doing like <laughs> a, a special performance, right? Yeah. And like literally, if you even watch this performance, uh, and actually it was a collab with Christina Grimmie, so rest in peace to her soul. She was mm-hmm. a very, very sweet person. But um, if you watch the show now, you would not, I can't even identify which one is me. Mm-hmm. But that's not the point. Racist. Uh-huh. The point was, <laughs> 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 the point was for my mom, I was on prime time right. yeah. mm-hmm. in general. Yes. So then she starts calling all my aunties. <laughs> she starts calling all her friends. She's like, my son, man, he's on TV. Mm-hmm. And nobody finds me. And they're like, I, I, don't, I saw the performance. <laughs> I didn't see it. But it didn't matter. It didn't matter. Because yeah. I hit TV. That's then, Asian mom as fuck. Maybe it's other moms. But it's like, it's not real until you can brag about it oh, to yeah. your exactly. friends. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. thousand percent. And next thing you know, she's like, you know, my parents, uh, my my dad's a, a huge uh, avid Boy Scout, actually, in the community. He started a troop, so I've been a Boy Scout all my life. Oh, my shit. Eagle Scout and shit. My, my sister's still in the scouting. Uh, so every week, they do, like, scout meetings and stuff. Mm-hmm. So now now my mom's like, yo, you got to come out to the scout meetings just trying to, like, walk me around and shit. And again, God bless her, so I love her for that. You know what I mean? But it's <laughs> but mad like, funny. Oh, you don't remember that year and a half? Exactly. Are you trying to get me to be an accountant? Content? Exactly. And you know, every time now she's like, when you gonna be on TV again? Uh, like, <laughs> so I can call on my friends. Yeah. But <laughs> hilarious. I mean, it, it was it was hard. Um, but I feel like if you have conviction in what you want to do, yes. you just gotta do it because y- your belief and what you're supposed to bring home for your family's honor is worth it. Yes. You're gonna disappoint them for a couple years until you can show and prove, and then they're like, okay, cool. Yeah. And right before I stopped calling her, I watched Mulan just to remind myself. <laughs> That it was worth it for the family. And that's when he started growing out his I was just about to say. <laughs> Once I watched Mulan, I turned into a man. <laughs> I always tell people, man, like, you know, for my mom, there was always, you know, my parents were always supportive, you know what I'm saying, to their credit. But there was a point where my mom was like, you're going to go back and finish your degree, right? And, I'm always, and I was like, mom, you want me to go back and finish my degree? Or you want me to keep paying for your shit? And she was like, okay, 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 never mind. We good. We good. Do, do what you do. That is the bottom line, literally. <laughs> you know, I think for parents, and I don't want to just say Asian parents, but parents, right? Um, at, at its core, they are just concerned that we, they want to make sure we're taken care of, right? Totally. And this entertainment shit, whether it be dancing or music or acting, it just, it's so, it doesn't feel like something like tangible for them. Yeah. It's mad fickle. My dad acted before. Mm. So my dad uh, was in commercials and he did some work when he was in Hawaii. And he recently told me he had seen the mukbang that we, uh, mukbang that we did. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, he wrote me and he's like, I'm really, I'm really happy to see you doing this because he goes, I stopped at one point. Mm. And he's like, I love seeing you do these things. And he's always been super supportive. Mind you, my dad has been a fan of like, from when I was doing swimsuits, like Mm. when I was doing that work. And he would always keep my magazines with him. But he recently said, he's like, this is something that I've always wanted you to do. Mm. And it's great to see you do that because he always wanted to go further with it. But he put these limitations on himself. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I stopped myself from doing more. So keep going and keep pushing. And my mom has been very supportive of it as well. So yeah, so like from the beginning, it's been interesting, but he was in the business. And I feel like a lot of parents that dabble in these spaces, no matter what it is, they always kind of want to see you go along the path that they didn't finish. Yeah. You know, so like the same with the athletes, like I got hurt in college and I'd love to see my kid and you push them. But my, my dad kind of just was like, allowed me to be myself no matter what it was and we had rules you know there's certain things can and can't do um no full frontal no don't show your nipples and don't show your coochie that's like my mom and dad they're like your butt the side we get it but don't (laughs) but the side yeah they're like just don't do this and don't do this so uh but my mom not being in that space she was she's a little bit more of like i like what you do and it's exciting but there's some things that she just can't like watch but my dad because he was in it. He's like, this is you really understand. dope. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, 
he can't wait for the next thing. That's how he feels. He's like, I'm, I'm, he already sees the vision and he reminds me sometimes did, when I don't. Beautiful. Did yeah. he stop because he had you? Did he stop because no. he had children? No, there was, um, actually he stopped because of uh, my mom. Like their relationship. There was a lot that he gave up to make the relationship work so that we had two parents. That's very so, Yeah. So, I mean, that's why we moved from Hawaii. There's a lot of things that happened, but he ultimately, um, he limited himself. Mm. It, it's that mental block, right? Like the fear of success. And, and my dad talks about the mental aspect of um, growing and not being afraid. He's like, the person that gives the least fucks is the one that's the most successful. So yeah. stop giving a fuck about anybody else. Mm -hmm. I support you. So go and do it. We still going to have the Hawaiian hoe on the yes, show. Yes, but I have, to do, I have to do something with him first because everybody's been asking. Oh, I was like, yeah. I got to get the exclusive. Then we'll bring him on. Also, my dad says some wild shit so I don't oh, know I can't wait I was like, that's I what we need sit and edit with you I'll be like no no no, 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 no. Yeah, no. Like, Dad, we don't say that no more you know I was gonna say to your point yes um, parents that are cautious is probably because they wanna do more but also I feel like parents that are cautious probably maybe they wanted to and they failed. Yes. Yeah, they mm -hmm. yeah. 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 The fear. Again, they just want to see you do well. Some parents are like, look, they don't believe. <laughs> Happiness. <laughs> you don't need to be happy. You need to be paid. But <laughs> you ever really talk, like really have a honest conversation with some of these parents and they'll look and they'll tell you some of the kids, they'll be like, I don't think that one can actually do it. Yeah. So we give them other options because mm. they don't think they actually can. Yeah, so if you're, feel that. you know, and it's yeah. like, you don't ever want to tell your kid like, hey, yeah. you know your math skills are not. <laughs> Baby, you ugly. <laughs> <laughs> my, no model, it might baby. not be if you got no rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, so maybe she was making these suggestions because she thought you couldn't dance. <laughs> oh my God. Well, shit, man. Um, What else can we look forward to from you? Looking forward to, I mean, I think it's been, again, the pandemic has just been a number. Mm -hmm. it, it really like, you know, for anybody who doesn't know with like what we've done or what we used to do with Kinjas, mm -hmm. right, is, um, you know, a lot of us uh, are, uh, love dancing. So we were constantly traveling mm -hmm. around the world and teaching. Mm -hmm. That got nixed. Mm -hmm. We were, you know, uh, traveling and performing. Mm -hmm. That got nixed. Mm -hmm. uh, we had uh, competitions, like large events where like a bunch of human beings got into a building, like 400 dancers compete on stage wow. in three different countries and mm -hmm. like Singapore, China, and here. Mm -hmm. That got canceled. We had two studios here in LA that got closed down. Oh. Mm -hmm. So like so much changed for us in ways that were just, you know, and, and the government's like, yo, uh, dance and gyms and studios and stuff, that's non-essential. Right. You guys can park your ass for a long yeah. time. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, so like so much was forced upon us. And again, we're in an era where you also can't complain. Cause you got the buddy down the street who like their parents died. Right, yeah. right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? It's like fuck your business, like life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So uh, I think that brought upon kind of like the perfect storm of needing to revisit like where you're at with shit. Mm. Like you know, and, and especially since as a dancer, and, and I'm, I'm turning 36 here. Um, you know, it's like being it's being in the NBA at 36. It's like you might have like really really dope stats and stuff, but you're just not going to be as strong as a 21 year old who's yeah, balling yeah. up the court right now, yeah. right? You might, so you might tear that ACL. Exactly. <laughs> so I think all of that kind of just happened at the same time was really um, that kind of kick uh, of reality that said maybe it's time to like take the next type of ventures. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I, I look at it in hindsight and as much as we're still kind of like dealing with some of the hardships from the pandemic, there's also like us being able to put in a lot of effort to things like the noodles, you know, Kinja mm -hmm. Bang noodles. And, mm -hmm. and that's a whole different essential industry, right? Imagine mm -hmm. being in this like, you like dance, all right, niche. You like hip hop and dance, like more niche. Mm -hmm. You Asian in America. <laughs> <laughs> like this, this, here's your opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Good luck, bro. Right. right? Yeah. And then being like, uh, everybody eats food every day regardless. <laughs> everybody. Nobody gives a fuck. Everybody loves noodles. You know what I'm saying? And then suddenly the the fishbowl turns into an ocean in a very overwhelming way. Mm. But suddenly your your threshold and your level for thought and ambition changes. Mm -hmm. And I'm still I'm now more than ever a student to life again. Mm. But I also feel like that's that's part of the adventure and part of the joy. So being able to pick up things like food and just like I did dance, you know, over 10 years ago and be like, how far does this go? Right. Without necessarily again like goal orientation, but just go orientation. Mm -hmm. Like how far can that go? And, and in the same way too, I, I personally am fascinated with the blockchain. 
Right. Oh, dang. Mm-hmm. Crypto NFTs, I love that shit. It's mad fun. Yep. Um, and everybody's been hounding us too. It's like, when's Kinja's gonna make an NFT and stuff <laughs> like that? And you already know, you best know we be working on something mad fun and creative for our own community and okay. stuff. So, so just putting in a lot of work into things like that. You know what I mean? That like, from I guess uh, I guess the best way to say it is like, dance was never like my thing. Mm. It was my vehicle. Okay. That would take me to things. Mm. And and dances now, you know, just jumping in that car, even riding through the craziness of the pandemic, somehow Kinja's has ended up in a new place. And it might not necessarily be all dance. Right. But I think we're still thriving and alive and here and, and still trying to like do what we can to express ourselves while like taking care of each other in our community. So I think there's going to be a lot of non-dance Kinja's projects coming out really, really soon. Uh, and I'm fucking excited about that because that's really just the next stage of my life. Hell yeah. Well, shit. Thank you, Anthony Lee, for pulling up to the Thank podcast, you guys for having me. bro. I wish you good luck in everything y'all do and good luck with the marriage because it's lit, bro. It's fun. It's a good time. Um, thank you for listening and watching the No Chaser podcast. I'm Tim Chantharonksu. I'm Ricky Shep. I'm Nikki Blades. Bye.